Hey, what's up? Thanks for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast, and this is a 10-minute overview of Christian apologetics. Assumptions of atheism is the subject that I want to discuss. By the word assumption, I mean a thing that is accepted as true or as certain to happen without proof. Folks, atheism includes a lot of ideas that have no empirical evidence. And I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. Atheism. By atheism, I mean the way that uh, some of the past atheists and agnostics have used the words, such as Anthony Flew and Michael Martin, when they describe positive, strong, hard atheism, which is the explicit affirmation that gods do not exist. They know that God does not exist as opposed to uh, what is considered weak, soft, negative atheism that includes all other forms of non-atheism. I'm speaking of strong, hard atheism that says, I know there is no God. And the first great assumption that they make is that God does not exist, as though there is empirical evidence to prove that He does not exist. Now, on the existence of God, for a person to say there is no God or I know there is no God, that person must be omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. That is, they must be all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere at the same time. You say, why? Because the power that that person does not have may be the power of God. The place where that person is not may be the place where God is. And the knowledge that that person does not have may be the knowledge of God. The assumptions of atheism, the first of these, that God does not exist. It is an assumption. It has not been proven that God does not exist. Number two, assumption of atheism. Either matter is eternal or matter created itself. You see, if you shut God out of the picture, there is no higher power. There is no transient being outside of time and uh, uh, space and place here on earth. Either matter is eternal. It's always been here and will always be here, which the laws of thermodynamics do not point to that. Either matter is eternal or matter is matter created itself and if life created itself which is an assumption there is no empirical evidence that proves that matter created itself the third assumption connected to that directly is that life was spontaneously generated from non-living inanimate matter via chemical reactions again there is no there is no scientific There is no biological proof of this. Life was not spontaneously generated from non-living things. You see, the theistic view and explanation is that uh, the law of biogenesis stands firm. Life comes from life, not from non-life. But an assumption of atheism is that life as we know it was spontaneously generated from non-living inanimate material via chemical reactions. Folks, that is another huge assumption. No proof for that. And you'll hear, again, you'll hear the words like tangible, physical, literal, or scientific 
or even you might hear like empirical evidence. People, unbelievers will say there is no actual, physical, tangible, literal, uh, scientific evidence for God. Well, folks, there is absolutely no empirical evidence that life was spontaneously generated from non-living things. That has been studied and tested time and again, and it has not been proven to be the case. Life did not spontaneously generate from non-living, inanimate matter through chemical reactions. There is no scientific proof of such. Number four, another great assumption of atheism is that the order found in nature, and no doubt there is much order in the universe, the order found in nature is due to random chance an accident and folks that's what you have when you've uh, when you've excused uh, theism and the, and and the higher power out of the picture a transient god then what you have is a ton of order in nature being the result of random chance random sheer accident that just doesn't sound right It doesn't sound right because it's not right. The order found in nature is due to the one who is the order of all things, the creator of heaven and earth, who knows all things, sees all things, and is in all places at one time. The order found in nature is not due to random chance. It is not accident. Accident does not create order, and we believe that in other things. When it doesn't uh, touch directly on the origin of, of human beings and, 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 and living things. <clears throat> we understand, for example, that uh, <clears throat> an explosion does not create an ordered um, tower, you know, a, a, an ordered uh, print shop or a, an ordered uh, bridge or a road or a house. Uh, an, an explosion, a random chance does not cause that. Instead, it's thoroughly planned out things that are calculated with order and precision that cause the order that we see in the finished product. So again, another assumption. Number five assumption of atheism is that consciousness is the result of the non-conscience. You see, you have to assume this to be the case if you attribute uh, life to nothing by chance. If you believe that you know there's no God. Consciousness, as we have and we know, is the result of non-conscious. Folks, non-consciousness did not create consciousness. That's backward. And finally, number six, another great assumption of atheism is that morality is the result of the non-moral. So, again, with the created worldview of an intelligent designer of theism is that one who is completely and totally pure, holy, and moral gave his own character through words instruction and laws to mankind from the beginning through Adam and Eve all the way down through 
individuals like Job and Noah and Abraham and David and all the way down through the time of Christ. But atheism says that morality is the result of the non-moral. You see, if it is the case that we did not come from an intelligent, all-knowing, all-seeing God, transient of heaven and earth, of the universe, then we are, we are either eternal matter or matter that's created itself. That is, life spontaneously generated from non-life, which contradicts the law of biogenesis. And we're nothing more than the chance result of inanimate matter through chemical reactions. And that the order you see, even in, in the human body, that's just due to random chance and accident. So consciousness comes from non-consciousness. And finally, like I've said, number six, morality then is a function of the human mind, not something from a transient God. Morality is the result of the non-moral. And folks, if that is the case, as atheism purports, that over time man has created God and wanted there to be a God and has made up the morals that we uh, now have, especially the ones that are uh, immutable truths like murder is wrong, rape is wrong, theft is wrong, assault is wrong, and these kinds of things. Well, atheism says that morality is the result of the non-moral, and that means, that indicates then that it's a function of the human mind. And if that's the case, then whoever's in charge gets to decide the morals, and that would then mean that what the Nazis did in Germany in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s was not only legal, but it was right and it was good because they were doing what the law of the land told them to do, and that is absolutely absurd and immoral. There is a higher power to which we must give account. And those morals that we hold dear that are understood in pretty much all societies, then those are the ones we understand. They are reflected. They are in God's Word. Those are the ones that hold society together. And if you take those away, you unravel the very fabric of society. These are assumptions of atheism, and I won't go any further. If this brought you value, I ask you to share this episode with others. Thanks for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast. This has been a 10-minute episode on Christian apologetics. Share it around. Give me a like. Give me a, a rating wherever you're listening to this. And God bless, and I'll catch you next time.